Mike and Amy back here. Another episode of the Hashtag 59 podcast. Season 3, episode 36. We're going to Oregon today. We're going to all 50 states in this season, exploring each state of the United States one episode at a time because we believe adventure is everywhere. And there is amazing, incredible, maybe undiscovered to some, outdoor adventure in all the nooks and crannies of the United States of America. So, Amy, welcome to Oregon. Yeah, I love Oregon. I do too. This was one I was very excited to cover because I haven't been there for a while. I think I'm going to get to go sometime in the next several months. So, either way, it's, it's on my mind. Yeah. You want to get things started with a little... Uh, fun fact intro about the state? Sure. So my fun fact is that the Columbia River Gorge is considered by many to be the best place in the world for windsurfing. I had no idea about that. I didn't either. And I thought it was a really fun, cool fun fact. When we were just in Kenya, I was watching on the Indian Ocean people try to windsurf. And it's a popular activity there where we were. Windsurfing looks incredibly hard to do. I mean, yeah, I would assume it would be hard. I have not done it. That's a badass fact, though. Best in the world? That's what it says. I mean, it. it could be wrong, but... Well, another... I mean, I have one, too, I think, that's kind of, like, big and bold. It shows how cool Oregon is. Crater Lake is the deepest and clearest lake in the entire country. 1,949 yeah. feet deep. That's crazy. Have you been to Crater it Lake? I have not been to Crater Lake, Ooh. but that's a, it's a, it was formed when the a volcano, right? Yes. No? Yes. So that it's actually, it gets more, it's one of the most heavily populated snowfall regions in the entire country. So that it's so clear because it's all just uh, snowfall that turns into melted uh, rainwater. Oh, awesome. So that's why it's so clear. So let's get into some outdoor adventures there. What do you have to start off? Well, I'm going to go back to the Columbia River Gorge. Um, so the canyon over the Columbia River stretches over 80 miles, and it forms the boundary between Oregon and Washington. Uh, and the amount of precipitation and wide range of elevation creates a diverse ecosystem with a ton of different plant and animal species. And there's so many great hikes over there. And you can hike to a whole bunch of different, like, waterfalls. I've so been, you I've better go hiking. chase those waterfalls, Mike. Oh, I love it. Call up TLC. Well, I mean, T-Boss in Chile. Left eye, rest in peace. Uh, I love the Columbia River Gorge area. It's awesome. So much yeah. to do there. Yeah. I'm going to take us out. Uh, this is something I'm hoping to do this summer. Uh, later this summer is uh, the Oregon, a little Oregon Coast Road Trip. Haystack Rocks is one of the most popular spots on it, uh, but there's just several different nooks and crannies of small state parks, beaches, old coastal, old growth forests that resemble maybe more like what you're thinking of when you think of the redwoods in Northern California. Uh, these magnificent regions down the Oregon coast, and it's, it's rugged shoreline down there. It's not really the... Uh, the lounging beaches of the Atlantic seaboard that you're thinking of, but uh, 
tons to do there and you can do it in uh you know anywhere from like a three to seven day road trip so i i would love to be out on the oregon coast that's awesome well i'm gonna probably stay on the oregon coast then for a second yeah and i'm gonna take you to um a relay race and it's called the hood to coast relay and my friend stacy actually did this last year um, maybe two years ago. I remember when she ran this. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah, so um, the Coast Relay is also known as the mother of all relays, and it's the world's largest relay race with 12,000 runners and 3,500 volunteers. Wow. So the race starts atop Mount Hood and runs 197 miles to the Pacific Ocean in Seaside, Oregon. That's... She said She said it was probably her, like, one of her favorite things she's done. I remember when she was posting as she did that race and I was just, I was just eagerly anticipating her next update. It looked unbelievable. Yeah. So Mike, you and you guys should do that. Um, and I don't think it's a driving race, but you know, Jill can drive from from point to point. Actually, I think it is. It probably is. They probably need a van driver. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually. Oh yeah, they do. Yep. Yeah. So I, tried, I actually tr- not not to call Stacy out on this, but I actually tried to get her to write a blog on this, and she was like, "I'm so busy, I can't do it." But I thought it was such a cool event. Yeah. So she owes well, us a blog still on this uh, specifically, not to so, you know. So I asked her about this because I was gonna, I because I was gonna mention it obviously, and she goes, "Are you gonna do it?" And I'm like, "No, that wasn't why I asked." But I was like, "Can you write something about it?" And she goes, "I don't think I have time." <laughs> She is, she does work at a hospital now, so I do understand that she doesn't have time. So. Fine, 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 fine. Fine, fine. Okay. Now I'm going to take us uh, the Pacific Crest Trail. Oh, you always like to do that. Ooh, I love it. Uh, you can go through Crater Lake. You can go through some national forests of Oregon. And obviously it's the connection point uh, between California and Washington, but I've heard that some of the actual, like California's got like the Sierra Nevadas are rugged, rugged, tough miles. And as you get into the Cascades in Washington, same thing. I've heard the PCT in Oregon is just like, you can really trek some miles every day. It's not as hilly and strenuous, but it's just as gorgeous as the other two states. And it's a huge amount of miles. Let me pull up the exact miles on that as we sit here on this podcast. 460 miles across Oregon. Wow. Yeah. So hit the PCT all 460 or maybe just 10 for a day. Either way, one of the most iconic national scenic trails in the entire country, and a huge part of it is located in this state. That's awesome. So are you going to do the whole PCT or just the part from in Oregon? I guess I'd just, I'd say, let's just do that for, let's start with the 460 miles. What do you say? Okay, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's start small. Start small, then go big. Yeah. I get it. Makes sense. And your last one, I was actually just looking up this place to maybe uh, include on my trip as well. So I'm glad you have it on here. 
Oh, my. So my next one is um, Trillium Lake. Yes. So this, I mean, I was just like looking up pictures. I've not been here, um, but I was just looking up like pictures and just like things to do. But it just looks gorgeous. So you can kayak on the waters and the sunsets, I guess, are like do not disappoint um, worthy. Uh, so Mount Hood actually reflects on the water uh, and it sets a perfect scene in one of the most photogenic lakes in Oregon. I want to go. I want to yeah. go. We're on a we're on a basically like a stay at home no travel ban as we record this podcast. So it's like super fun to talk about these things, and then it's also like, oh man, like if and when do we get to go to these places ever again? Yeah, and if you if anyone knows Mike, Mike's like Wanderlust Central over here. Uh, he you're wants not, to go some every week. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're not that far behind me. I know, but I can't go as many places. But yeah, yeah. The other problem, though, Mike, is the fact that all these airlines are sending out these most the most amazing deals, and I'm like, oh, do I just like book the trip in the fall and just say, "F it, maybe we'll be okay." I'm not done yet. Certainly crossed my mind. <laughs> yeah, well, especially with like Southwest, because you can, you know, get, basically get your money back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways. Good... Oh, I know. Tantalizing. Yeah. My last. What's your... Yeah. What's oh. your last one? Uh, Bend, Oregon, and skiing in near Bend and the Mount Hood region. Some of the best skiing in the entire country. I'm not a skier, but I have several friends who are, and when they talk about going skiing, it is Tahoe. It is. The Mount Hood region, Colorado, like this is as good as it gets for skiing. And Bend, Oregon, I've been there. Uh, fun town and cool breweries, great trail runs nearby, and just a nice, quaint, easy, fun vacation spot. So awesome. Consider it. Did I just did I just hear your uh, your new uh, roommate? Yeah. There's a dog that's making noises. I'm really sorry. No, it's nice. She's a little loud. She's. I, she's I, I'm not. I'm not. Under, I'm not quite sure why she's not downstairs outside. And she's sitting up here with me. But she should be. It's a beautiful day outside. No. All right. Let's do pop culture. Uh, I'm. Gonna, I'll go first. Oregon has the most ghost towns of any state in the country, which surprised me. That surprises me too, because I feel like it should be Colorado. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And you know what we we didn't even mention the Oregon Trail. Did you <gasps> play that? What? Oh my god, maybe that's wait, why are we not bringing that on our trip? <sighs> okay, well maybe somebody will bring it on the trip. Did you play that? Did you play that <laughs> no, game growing up? I didn't. I didn't. Oh my gosh. I used to play it all the time. First of all, I had a computer class, which is hilarious. Yeah, we did the same thing. Yeah. And Oregon Trail was a popular game. You also, can, can we think about that for a second? Our computer class back in the day was basically video games. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They let me play video games. But I I learned all about all the, I mean, as we're in COVID right now, I learned about all the past uh, possible pandemic diseases at an early age because you would you would buy supplies and try to go on the Oregon Trail in a, in a horse carriage. Or an or oxen carriage, and then you would people in your family would die off 
I mean, if you got to, if you actually got to Oregon, you were awesome. I often made it to Oregon, but I often uh, had, uh, you know, my wife had died and my three children had died and my oxen were starving. Uh, You know, Zach, (laughs) Zach, one of my kids would have gotten cholera. Cholera? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some other ones, you know, pneumonia. And then, and then sometimes they would drown when I would attempt to ford a river. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look this old video. It game it was up. it's an awesome game, yeah. and I think that they still have it. I would I would always uh, I remember I would one of my tips I would always try to buy less wheel axles for my wagon and buy extra meat in case we had to stay out there for the winter so we wouldn't starve to death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's a good idea. In true, uh, uh, before the days of political correction, I think you could get attacked by uh, Native American tribes as well. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Gosh. that Yeah. <laughs> what a ridiculous game. Okay. Back back to uh, Oregon. What's your fun uh, fun fact? So mine is that Oregon and New Jersey are the only states without self-serve gas stations. And I remember this yeah. because I was so confused the first time I got gas in Oregon. Yeah, because they, like, run out to you, and you're like, what's going on? Yeah. I was like, did I do something? Uh-huh. Why is Same. this person coming at me? Okay. Who are you bringing? It's my favorite question. Yeah, so I'm going to bring um, uh, Steve Prefontaine. Yes. Who, yeah, so he's um, a runner. Yeah. Uh, from the University of Oregon. And he set some like world records and uh, he actually unfortunately died very very young yes. uh, in a car crash. Um, but there's a movie that stars Jared Leto that is amazing. So if you have not watched Prefontaine, I suggest highly suggest you go out and rent that or download it today. Pre Prefontaine was the dude right there. I mean, he yeah. was awesome. Like if you're a, if you're any type of runner, you. I'm not even a runner, Mike, and I and I love that movie. Man, I just I mean like he's he's a very inspirational character to me in the landscape of running, and like really one of the he brought um, the sport of running. I think he was a big reason why it became so popular in the United States in the '70s and oh, in yeah. the '80s. So yeah. Well, I'm bringing some figure skaters. Because Tanya Harding was born and raised in Oregon. So I'm bringing Tanya and just, you know, I want to see how it goes. Maybe a little reunite. Uh, I'm going to bring Nancy Kerrigan too. No, is is Nancy from Oregon as well? No, but I feel like they have enough connection that we can bring them both. Okay. How do you think that's going to go? It's not going to go well. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. (laughs) But I'm not going to bring the... uh, the the guy who wha- like whacks Nancy with the uh, club. Yeah. Jeez. Well, we're, we're bringing some sports stars here. What a ridiculous story, huh? It, yeah. I mean, it's a little crazy. Yeah. So Tanya and Nancy coming along on the road trip in Oregon. We'll see if we can uh, get them to uh, make up or Tanya to at least <laughs> apologize for uh, having some crazy people. Whacking Nancy before was that ninety four Olympics? Yeah, yeah. Lily Hammer, right? Lily Hammer. Oh, that was like the first Olympics I kind of remember. 
Mine, mine was 92. Carrie Strug and, and the crew. Oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. That was 92? That was 92 Barcelona. Man, I am like... Now it's 2020 and there will be no Olympics, but there will be COVID-19. Um, I also realized I flew through Japan on my way back from um, Vietnam, and there was a whole bunch of like Olympic stuff, and I should have bought it. No, they were, when I was in Japan last March, they were so excited about hosting the Olympics this year. I mean, we could have, I could have like sold all this stuff on like, uh, made a million dollars. I'm hoping, hoping 2021 we get, we get the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah, we should. After, after Oregon, we're pretty close at that point to Japan. Maybe Nancy, Tanya and I can fly over and watch some figure skates. (laughs) There you go. Who knows? So what are you bringing along? So I'm going to actually bring my bike because Portland, which is in Oregon, uh, has the most bicyclists per capita of any state in the United States. Neat. I mean, come on. Portlandia. Love it. Portland's yeah. cool. Portland's a really cool city. Yeah. We didn't talk about it. Many people uh, consider Portland and Columbus, Ohio, our hometown, to have very many similar characteristics. Oh, yeah. So, just throwing that out there. Portland could be the Columbus, Ohio of the West Coast. (laughs) Heard it here first, folks. I'm bringing a basket. I'm going to do a little... I'm going to do you, Amy. I'm going to bring, like, something to bring something back. I'm going to pull an Amy on this one. Oh. I'm bringing a basket for all my berries. Because Oregon grows huckleberries, blueberries, raspberries, salmon berries, red currant berries, orange currant berries, and many, many more. Nice. And I've had some of the best ice cream in my entire life at Crater Lake Lodge. Had huckleberry ice cream there one night. Ooh, that sounds so good. It is delicious. Delicious. I want some huckleberry ice cream right now. So I'm going to bring a basket, and, uh, well, maybe I'll make you some, and uh, I'll... Bicycle it over to your house and uh, put it on the, on the front stoop. Put it on the front stoop. We'll keep our social distance. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Well, Oregon. I'd say Oregon was about what I expected. I had high expectations, and I think it delivered. What do you think? Oh, definitely. It's one of my favorite states. Mine too. Oregon, we love you. <laughs> That's it for now, everybody. Thanks for listening to our. Outdoor Adventure podcast season featuring the state of Oregon today. If you like today's episode and you don't already, subscribe to our podcast on your app to get every episode delivered to your inbox or on your app, actually, on Monday mornings. Leave a review if you like it. And check out our website, hashtag59.com, for past podcast seasons, hundreds of blogs, and our upcoming outdoor events and team outings. Till next time, Mike and Amy, adios amigos y amigas.